Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you're in the mood for some spooky entertainment, you could go with the cinematic classics like Jaws, The Exorcist, or The Shining. Or you could watch a 900-year-old Time Lord chase a gas mask-wearing child around World War II London. I know which one I'd choose. And on that note, I'm Ellie with Who Culture, here with the 10 most terrifying new Who episodes. Number 10. Listen. What's particularly terrifying about this episode is taking that familiar fear of any child of the monster lurking under your bed that might grab you at any moment. And similarly to Silence in the Library with the Vashta Narada, it's that element of the fear of the unknown that just makes it all that more scary. I think equally what makes this story so much more terrifying as well is the fact that so often we see the character of the Doctor as fearless. And in this storyline, we actually see him paralysed with fear because he himself experienced that monster grabbing him as a child. And of course, as a viewer, there are a few moments that are quite scary and tense to watch. You've got the creature itself lurking over the bed with the duvet over the top of it. And that also adds to that element of mystery where you never know what it looks like. And I think the doctor is trying to kind of find it and track it down so that he can deal with that fear himself and almost put a face to it, which may devalue its fear factor. Of course, we never do know what it, what it does look like, but we do learn in some twisted Doctor Who way that the Doctor himself wasn't actually grabbed by a monster, but by Clara. Number 9. The God Complex Now, right from the start, you kind of got the feeling that this episode could be a bit spooky by the fact that it's set in a hotel that looks quite reminiscent of the Overlook Hotel in The Shining. Now, of course, the main villain, if you like, for this episode, the Minotaur, actually wasn't that scary, I do have to say. But more importantly, the hotel rooms that force the characters to face their greatest fears, that is quite terrifying. And you see all sorts of fears emerge here from clowns to the ventriloquist dummies to weeping angels. And I think even more terrifying still is as an audience, it forces you to think about your personal fears, to think what would be behind that door if I were in that situation? For example, for me personally, I mean, I have quite a few fears, so I do dread to think what might be behind that door. But quite high on that list is probably Tim Shaw. It's the teeth. Oh, just the teeth. No, not about the teeth. He is creepy. But also, I think about this episode as well is the fact that it isn't actually about the fear. It's about the faith, forcing you to be so scared that you fall back on your faith and then using your faith as a weapon against you. 
That's quite terrifying as well, because if you haven't got faith, then what have you got? Number eight, hide. Something that always makes me giggle a little bit about Doctor Who is that you can have all of these aliens and monsters and historical figures, and yet the Doctor is always adamant that ghosts don't exist. And that's actually something that's instilled throughout the Doctor Who universe. You have episodes of Torchwood and the Sarah Jane adventures that follow suit and are entirely dedicated to proving that these beings cannot be ghosts. And yet, when you're given an episode like Hyde, that doesn't make it any less terrifying and gothic and have all the makings of a classic haunted house story. Spooky sounds, the creaky floorboards, the ghost-like figures, even down to walking down a corridor by candlelight, because I just don't understand why no one ever thinks to bring a torch to these things, it's just, come on, common sense. Despite the fact that you know this ghost figure is going to be explained away somehow, it doesn't make the atmosphere any less tense, it doesn't make it any less creepy, and it definitely doesn't make it any less gothic. Number seven, Night Terrors. Now, Night Terrors is another one of those episodes that uses those childhood fears. And we have poor little George who tries to lock his fears away to overcome them at night. But of course, the Doctor does determine that George is quite special in as much as he can make his fears come to life and physically does trap them in that doll's house, which doesn't bode too well for Amy and Rory when they find themselves head to head with these fears personified. Now, I remember seeing the Next Time trailer for this episode the week before, and before I'd even seen the episode, I was like, I'm not gonna like this. These dolls, these dolls are creepy. And I think the scariest moment in this entire episode has to be that moment that Amy gets captured by the dolls and is transformed into one. Terrifying. That really is enough to give you night terrors. Number six, The Unquiet Dead. I know what you're thinking. The Unquiet Dead? That's not very scary. But can I just cast your minds back to the zombie lady at the very beginning? I remember watching that episode when it first aired in 2005, quite young. One minute there's this dead lady, the next minute she's sat up, she's walking, she got the creepy face and she's, she's a zombie. Traumatized. Also, the girl make that horrible screeching sound terrifying. Not to mention just how morbid their plan actually was. To take over all the corpses in the world, and then when they run out of corpses, kill all the living people so they have more corpses. No thank you. Not about that life. Terrifying episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Number five, Tooth and Claw. Now, I remember watching Tooth and Claw when it first aired. And little child Ellie, (laughs) see what I did there? Didn't even do that on purpose. Little child Ellie, very scared. My mum, fully grown adult, also very scared. And I can tell you exactly what moment it was that terrified us. And it was the moment that the monk who was the werewolf had the black eyes terrifying and I think this is the point in Doctor Who where we started to see them up that fear factor. I mean previously we'd seen episodes where they had big green farty monsters and all of a sudden you had this werewolf, you had the black eyes, you had those monks who were just very ominous and it just seemed like this was a real turning point for the show and while there are episodes later on that probably do outrank it in terms of that fear factor, this certainly was a turning point and it certainly did see a change in atmosphere and dynamic to Doctor Who that we hadn't seen in the previous series. And it was terrifying. Number four, Midnight. Midnight really does have all the makings of a psychological thriller. And I think what really ups the fear factor again in this episode is the fact that we see the doctor to be frightened. And if the doctor's scared, then you know it's bad. And also I think, again, like some of the other episodes we've mentioned, but more so in this episode, it's that playing with the fear of the unknown. We never at any point know what this creature looks like, what it sounds like. The only way it emits that fear factor is through knocking on the outside of the shuttle and using other people's bodies and voices to communicate. Now, particularly that scene where you have the Doctor and Sky Silvestri staring at each other and the voice slowly goes from one to the other and that's terrifying. And the fear in the doctor's face as well, like not being in control of your own body, that's terrifying as well. It's kind of almost like that sleep paralysis kind of thing. And I think as well is this episode really plays with that idea of paranoia to the point where the other people on the shuttle become the enemy out of fear for their own lives, they're willing to do some very awful things to other living beings who, through no fault of their own, have been taken over by this creature, and they're willing to kill them because they're so scared for their own lives. It really is very psychological, lots of mind games, and you never, ever, ever learn what the creature looks like. You don't even really learn about what its intentions are. It's all just fear-mongering tactics, all about paranoia very scary indeed and a lot deeper than some of the other storylines that we might have seen in Doctor Who. Number three, The Waters of Mars. This is another episode that I vividly remember watching because of how scared I was of the monsters. The cracked faces, the eyes again, the water coming out of their mouths and their hands and they were creepy. And also the fact that just one drop of water could cause that to happen to a person. Just with those monsters alone, it's a high contender for being one of the scariest episodes of Doctor Who, in my opinion. Then when you add the extra layer of the Doctor, who is this being of power, 
abusing that power, that's also very scary. Not scary as in creepy or spooky, but scary when you think that someone with that much power and authority developing a sort of God complex to the point where they don't think that the rules apply to them. And that is a very scary person to have control of, of so many things, to have control of time and fate. I mean, we've seen in previous episodes, the fires of Pompeii, he had to let that happen because it was crucial to the development of humanity. And yet here, this moment was also crucial to the development of humanity. And he decided that he could change that. And just the idea of anyone having that much power and, and thinking that they, they are a god, that's terrifying. Number two, Blink. Now, Blink is considered to be one of the greatest episodes of Doctor Who ever written by a lot of people. And it just, it had such a different dynamic to anything we'd seen before. Now, obviously it was a Doctor Companion light episode and previously they hadn't worked out quite so well. So I think there was a bit of concern when this was the case, but actually the storyline itself and Sally Sparrow as a character was so compelling that it didn't really matter. And actually, I think if the Doctor had been there, it would have taken away from the fact that this girl was by herself. She was facing these creatures without the safety net of having the Doctor stood right next to her the whole time. And also, the angels themselves, the weeping angels, they are hands down some of the greatest monsters created for Doctor Who, in my opinion. I think they are brilliant. The fact that you literally have to stare at them and you can't even blink or you're dead. It's impossible not to blink. At some point you have got to blink. And in that one little second that you do, you're dead. And as an audience member sitting there, you almost, you don't want to close your eyes. They could just approach you from behind and you'd never know they were there until it was too late. They are such a terrifying concept. And also the fact that they don't just outright kill you, the fact that they kill you with time, they send you back to a time without your loved ones, without anyone you've known, and then you just grow old and die alone. The Weeping Angels, a brilliant creation. Number one, The Empty Child. Are you my mummy? Hmm. That episode terrified me as a child, still terrifies me now. And I can never look at a gas mask in the same way ever again. And hands down, the scariest moment in the entire episode has to be when you see a human face morph into a gas mask. It's absolutely traumatizing. Despite the happy ending, despite the fact that it's just a little boy looking for his mum, despite the fact that it was just trying to make him feel better and it was actually all good and, and wonderful. No, that is the scariest episode of Doctor Who ever made. The end. 